the supply chain is, shall we say, going through it right now. Americans may need to start their holiday shopping early this year because of bottlenecks in the world's supply chains. Ships are sitting, goods aren't moving, and prices keep rising. The supply chain bottleneck at ports in the U.S. is going to get worse before it gets better. If you haven't heard the news, you've probably noticed certain things are getting harder to find on store shelves. Everything from groceries, sneakers, bedroom furniture, and yes, even this. Excuse me. Do you know where the toilet paper would be? All the way in the back. Thank you. That's me on a recent shopping trip at Costco, where items like toilet paper and paper towels are still flying off the shelves more than a year and a half into the pandemic. How long does it take to usually uh, run out? I'm going to give it another hour and a half. <laughs> a whiplash economic recovery from the pandemic has put a squeeze on the supply chain and has left retailers scrambling to restock shelves and consumers wondering if their holiday gifts will show up on time. But why are these supply chain hiccups still happening 18 months after initial COVID lockdowns? And what are companies doing to meet the high demand? I'm Alexis Garcia, and today we'll take a dive into the supply chain on this episode of Growth Stories. Before many of the products we purchase hit the shelves, they come into the country through a port of entry. And one of the biggest and busiest ports in the world is right here in Southern California. The Port of Los Angeles covers 43 miles of waterfront and handles everything from consumer goods like avocados, computer chips and cars, to valuable commodities like zinc and scrap metal. Last year, 10.4 million shipping containers were processed through the Port of Los Angeles, setting an all-time record. And the National Retail Federation expects that there will be a 20% increase in import container volume this year. I drove down to the Port of Los Angeles on an early Saturday morning where roughly 170 cargo ships were anchored off the coast waiting to dock and unload. In pre-pandemic times, that number was around 17. Backups at this busy trade hub have created an ocean freight traffic jam that has made getting goods in and out of the country more difficult and has created a domino effect of mounting delays. Warehouses are full, which means containers stack up at the shipyards, which means, you know, longshoremen and truckers can't get them off the lots as easily. And it just means a bunch of stuff kind of backing up and just everything just getting stacked on top of itself. That's Investors Business Daily reporter Bill Peters, who's been following the supply chain disruptions. That affects everything from the audio devices that go into Care Bears that sing happy birthday. Uh, it, it affects motors that might go into Connects toys. I was speaking with some executives from a cookware company, even like resin that, that holds like a piece of foam in place in like a knife box. Like that's become a supply constraint. What is similar or different from the supply crunch that we saw in early 2020 when these lockdowns first started happening? It's really a continuation and an amplification of what started last year. If there's anything different, it's just potentially more goods coming in and all those other problems compounding. You know, a lot of the stuff that's in containers on ships waiting on the water right now is product from retailers that are just trying to make sure they have what they need to meet a holiday demand. These supply constraints have frustrated American consumers and businesses. The problem has gotten so bad that in October, President Joe Biden announced the Port of Los Angeles 
would become a 24-7 operation to relieve supply chain bottlenecks. This is a big first step in speeding up the movement of materials and goods through our supply chain. Major shippers like FedEx and UPS and retailers like Target and Home Depot have also pledged to ramp up their operations to move more goods during off-peak hours. The e-commerce boom is, uh, um, you know, it's it's one of the things that certainly kind of exposed a lot of the supply chain issues that we've seen over the past year with online shopping habits solidified during the pandemic. It's tough to reverse that. Coming up, we'll take a closer look at how supply chain snags are affecting both companies and consumers. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to IBD Live. We're here to help you make more money in the stock market. On IBD Live, we give you actionable trade ideas every day. We follow the entire trade, buying, holding, and selling. We've built an amazing community of investors. They're excited to join us every morning, and we're excited to talk with them and take on the market. Sign up at investors.com slash IBD Live. As we just heard, the explosion of online shopping and the post-pandemic economic recovery has basically led to a surge of stuff piling up off our coastlines and in our nation's warehouses. As the backup continues to grow, the cost to have goods shipped has also increased. As of October, truckstop.com reported the spot rate to ship a full truckload of goods was up about 40% on the year to $2.39 per mile. And it's not just trucks. On the water, prices have also skyrocketed. The global average to ship a 40-foot container has tripled over the last year to hit roughly $10,300. And container shipping rates from China to the U.S. have climbed as much as 500% to around $20,000. The rising cost of getting goods from factories to store shelves is putting pressure on the bottom lines of some of America's largest corporations. Here's Apple CFO Luca Maestri on the company's recent earnings call. During the September quarter, supply constraints impacted our revenue by around $6 billion. We estimate the impact from supply constraints will be larger during the December quarter. And Amazon CFO Brian Olsofsky had this to say on the company's latest quarterly conference call. Disruption to the global supply chains and inflation in the cost of materials such as steel and services such as trucking have also raised our cost of operations. It's come up on a bunch of different earnings calls, just different supply chain issues. You know, anything that has to go on a ship, you know, that is made overseas is going to run up against all kinds of knots. Anything that needs a, a, a semiconductor, uh, you know, game consoles, uh, clothing, uh, you know, best-selling books to some degree. It's kind of across the board. And as the all-important holiday season approaches, big retailers like Costco, Walmart, Target, and Home Depot are going to extreme lengths to minimize disruptions ahead of the peak shopping period. These companies have taken the unusual move of chartering their own private cargo ships to make sure their products arrive in time for the holiday retail season. These dedicated ships can run up to $140,000 per day at a cost of around $20,000 per container. You know, maybe for a fraction of your cargo, you can find a way around the ports of 
LA and Long Beach. Depending on the size of the ship, you know, not every port has the resources to dock and unload larger ships. I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but if Walmart and Target, whoever, if they want to become you know, container liner companies to a certain degree, like that's a big logistical puzzle. And whether they want to deal with all that, that that'll remain to be seen. Which retail stocks are looking to emerge as winners in this? And which ones do you think might suffer? The bigger the company with more technology at your disposal, the, the better equipped you are to handle this. I mean, some of these big retailers like Walmart, they can charter ships if they want. They probably have more leeway to negotiate friendlier deals with suppliers. So those are all things that, that benefit them. But smaller businesses uh, can't necessarily do that. They might take a little bit more of a hit. Analysts say the biggest gainers from the supply chain shortages could be the companies that sit squarely at the crossroads of tight supply and rabid demand. I think the biggest winners are still going to be in the ocean shipping side. Some of those companies are going to see, you know, a massive profit increase this year. Bill says one of those winners is the Israeli container liner Zim Integrated Shipping. As of November 1st, Zim stock was up 356% since its debut in January. And analysts expect the company's per share profit to balloon sixfold to $31.47 this year. And to capitalize on the explosion of e-commerce growth, Zim CEO Eli Glickman announced new cargo services on the company's latest earnings call. During the second quarter, we launched nine new lines, including premium high-speed services to meet the explosion in e-commerce demand and provide a viable alternative to air freight. Other ocean shipping stocks like Danaus and Starbolt carriers are also set for big profit jumps this year. I think analysts expect some of these shipping prices to come down next year. And, you know, earnings per share for some of them probably will fall, but not all of them. You know, at least on like the ocean shipping side, due to consolidation in that industry, you know, to kind of, you know, a handful of, of alliances, uh, analysts expect prices, you know, could, could just stay elevated. But one group that's losing out on the supply chain crunch? Consumers. Scarcity combined with inflation have made prices go higher. Salesforce recently said consumers could expect to pay up to 20% more for goods this holiday season, and shipping issues will likely keep prices elevated long after the holidays are over. Prices will be higher, but I think a lot of analysts generally think that customers have the money to handle it. Thanks to things like cutbacks during the lockdowns, government stimulus checks, and a strengthening labor market, many Americans have been able to sock away more money. In fact, excess savings in the U.S. have climbed over $2 trillion since the start of the pandemic. And all that extra cash has led to a nationwide shopping spree, as consumers continue to buy products at lightning speeds despite continued price increases. And all that demand could be too much of a good thing, putting further strain on the supply chain. Growth Stories is a production of Investors Business Daily. Many thanks to our reporter, Bill Peters. I'm your host, Alexis Garcia, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Be sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making any investment decisions.